Fantastic. 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 Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Fancastic with Paul and Jeff. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. And this is Fancastic. Fancastic. That's right. The show where every week we look at a favorite or future film or television show and imagine it cast with the best and brightest stars of today. And this week we are looking at one of our favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, a great action thriller slasher horror sci-fi movie really defies genre classification a little uh, bit of comedy thrown in there a little bit of yeah like hints of like a romantic thing maybe but not really but kind of i definitely think there's a romantic subtext between dutch and dylan at the beginning <laughs> right there's, clearly there's just some intense <laughs> muscle porn and eye gazing there's, it's well, yeah a lot of sweaty, moist muscles. <laughs> yes. So uh, so we're talking about uh, the 1987 John McTiernan film Predator, um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. And yeah. uh, man, that is a good, good movie. Oh, yeah. I, I would love, honestly, philosophically, you know, we talk about how uh, when we talk about what we're going to do for these these fan casts we get the title of the film or television show and the characters we're going to cast and that's all we talk about and we go on mm -hmm. with our own philosophies of how this movie is going to be made and uh come back together not having been familiar with each other's casts and in this case i imagined an essentially shot for shot remake of the original film right with modern day actors just because i yep. want to watch that film so much like and it well and the film itself holds up yes it you does. know 30 yes, 33 years later or i think it was 87 it was like 87 yeah. or 88 mm-hmm you know, 30 plus years later, it still holds up as far as yeah. like action films are concerned and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So I, I went in it with the same thing. Shot for shot remake with this cast. And here's my thing, actually. I had so much fun and had such a hard time picking actors for a single character that I have an A list and a B list. Oh, Okay. <laughs> All except for one, uh, one role, and uh, and it's it's gonna be wild. You're you're gonna, but I'm I'm really <laughs> confident that it would be. Uh, I, I'm not even sure. I think you'll like get on board, maybe, and then the more you think <laughs> about it, you'll kind of like it. Okay. But but one role, but yeah, I have an A list and a B list. So okay, you know, I don't know if we want to try to work both of those in there, or if I'll just give my A list and then maybe later just kind of mention the B list in passing or or whatever but none of them cross over either nobody from the A list is on the B list in a different role or okay. anything like that all right well why don't you hit us with your A list and then I'll do mine and then if we have time we'll go back for your B list and then if if we don't have time and we don't touch on it then um may, maybe I can tweet it out or something like that yeah. for those who are curious when <laughs> when the episode releases for sure or maybe we'll just save that as a bonus mm -hmm. a bonus bonus a bonus bonus. Yeah, double bonus. Double yeah. bonus. <laughs> All right. All right so am I starting this one? 
Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, of course, um, the the first kind of the, the star of it would be Dutch, the role of Dutch. And um, whose last name is a Schaefer? Schaefer? Alan, I didn't know Alan that, Schaefer, but, I think, uh, was his name. Yeah. <laughs> Alan? He I think was so. Alan? <laughs> wow that's that yeah. that completely changes how he looks like he looks movie. like an alan um yeah. so yeah so so dutch um this one i had i didn't have as hard of a time as i thought i would with this one um because you know what you kind of have with predator is you know a group of a lot of older kind of seasoned not like past their prime or anything maybe kind of at the mm-hmm. the top you know of the the end of their their prime and that kind of stuff but um but you you have kind of older season group for the most part aside from maybe Poncho and Hawkins Hawkins was definitely the youngest um but yeah. Poncho may have been down there too um so for Dutch I ended up going with Jason Statham um just okay. enough, you know uh, m- muscular uh, action star, you know, he's, he's had the, the lead in, in the, the action genres and that stuff for decades now. So, um, so Jason Statham for, for Dutch is, um, is on my A-list. Uh, so for Dylan, um, this one was a little harder for me than Dutch. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, I ended up landing with Idris Elba. Okay. Um, I just I love Idris Elba as I, I love him in a title role, but I th- or in like a uh, like a star like a like a number one spot role. Mm-hmm. But I think I love him more in a number two spot. Um, I agree. Just because I I feel like Idris Elba can he's such a good actor, and I feel like he can pretty much morph his chemistry with whoever is mm-hmm. is taking the lead role the fact that he's been in in thor in hobbs and shaw in the office um and, and it wasn't just like an episode of the office he was in several episodes of the office <laughs> and and just like his his range and his um his his charisma and of course he's um, he's got the physicality to play the role of Dylan and that kind of stuff, but um, but I've always seen him as kind of um, kind of the the number two guy, and um, mm-hmm. so I think him and and Jason Statham could do really well. I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. I really want to, um, but um, it's okay, that's not bad. But I but I imagine they're uh, they kind of had good chemistry opposite each other as a uh, good guy and bad guy. So um, yeah, so yeah, I want to see them in there um so idris elba is my a-list for dylan jason statham for what it's worth in that franchise doesn't really become a good guy in the traditional sense until about halfway through hobbs and shaw so in the setup of that movie it's more like bad guy versus worst guy okay and then dwayne johnson is the good guy but yeah that's and he used to be a bad guy at one point in the Fast and Furious thing, right? 
Well, he was he yeah. was an antagonist, but not a bad guy. He was a cop, oh, okay. and all the all the protagonists oh, okay. are criminals. So sure, sure, yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, um, so yeah, Jason Statham and Idris Elba, I think, would have very good chemistry together on with those mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. So for Mac, Mac is my my next. I think I wanted the, you know, Mac's got that kind of crazy borderline psychopath um yet still cool like he's not like a psychopath like you worry about him right he's a psychopath like this guy's out of his mind but i love him you know yeah um and um i think somebody who could play that really well would be michael jai white yeah and I, i i really like he's he i feel like he's very underrated i yeah um and uh, I would just love to see him take on kind of that that subtle crazy where it's like, yeah, yeah again, this guy is great, but is he going to stab me in the back when I'm <laughs> not looking and like yeah. play with the knife and that kind of stuff? Like, you know, so. So, yeah. And again, you know, Michael Jai White is he's got the, the physicality for the role and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and could could probably show off a, a little bit more of his uh his physicality and and whatnot but um because i feel like that's something that's been underrated with him too at least recently is... yeah he's in great shape and he's an excellent martial artist michael J. Right. white is an actor who should be a leading man and he's not for some reason right yeah yeah definitely agree but um but yeah i think he could really take on the role of mac very well um for Blaine, Blaine is my next. Um, you know, you need kind of the the gritty, um, you know, kind of southern, you know, no filter. Um, the kind of I don't know. You just need the the Jesse Ventura type. Essentially, Jesse yeah. Ventura played himself in yeah. Predator, <laughs> and so you need somebody who can who can in, embody that well still hold up to the physicality because again blaine was huge because jesse ventura mm-hmm. was huge yeah and uh, they literally called him the body you know like <laughs> and um so i think somebody that could take on that role and make it really fun and do really well with it and maybe make it a little less um like offensive um not like offensive to like that type but just I don't know. I'm, Jesse the, Ventura the script, is just kind the, of an offensive person. <laughs> yeah, and he got he got all of the lines in that movie that did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so you know, I think if they can if they can sort through that stuff a little bit, somebody who could take that and do really well with it is John Cena. Yeah, and that's a great great. I really like John Cena as an actor too. There, there are quite mm. a few wrestlers out there who are actually great actors. I think that's been proven with The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Cena is is one of them too, and you can't really have him in a role and just ignore the fact that he's this massive, muscle bound individual <laughs> because mm-hmm. you, uh, same with the rock you just can't hide it you know because they're so they're so fit and muscular yeah that it's kind of a part of who they are and so you you have that same kind of thing with um with blaine kind of being that way and um i could see john cena kind of taking on that that southern quote-unquote charm 
and um and rolling with it. So yep. So yeah. So John Cena for Blaine. So so for Billy, um, of course we want the silent, uh, crazy type. Um, mm-hmm. you want the the actor who has the intense stare. The you know doesn't have very many lines except for a massive laugh and um, yeah. a couple <laughs> a couple small phrases, short phrases. We're all gonna die, <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, but you know somebody who's who's got that intense look and um, and can just kind of have that kind of intimidating presence. So for mm-hmm. Billy, I went with Arnold Vosloo. Um, and I went with Arnold Vosloo basically based on his performance in the mummy. Yeah. Because he, the mummy doesn't really speak at all. Um, he may Mm -hmm. have had a line or two, you know, in ancient Egyptian or something like that. Um, but he doesn't really speak. And and so you get to see that, that kind of intensity. I mean, he was terrifying as, as Mm -hmm. the mummy, even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't really a terrifying role. If you were there in his presence as, you know, one of those characters, it would be a terrifying thing to see. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he had kind of that silent um, intensity um, that I that I liked that I think he could do really well with. And I could imagine Arnold Vosloo having like really belting out a big laugh. Yeah. And uh, and um, making that kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so Arnold Bosloo for for Billy, um, for Poncho, um, like I kind of mentioned before, Poncho and Hawkins are kind of the younger of the group, mm-hmm. um, and so I, you know, I kind of um, picked out these roles um, based on that. Um, you know, Poncho was very intelligent and um, just kind of a, it just seemed like a really down to earth um, good guy. And so I went with um, Diego Boneta, who we saw in Terminator Dark Fate mm-hmm. as, um, as what's her name's uh, brother? Um, Danny. Danny, yep. Um, and uh, and I, I, I really, in the, the short role that he had in that film, I, I really liked him. And I remember thinking, I wonder who this actor is. Kind of looked him up and... Um, and found out a little bit more about him and that kind of stuff. And so when I was thinking Poncho, he, he was one of the first ones that came to mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think he could be that, that I think he could take on that role that pretty much lasts. Because Poncho was, I think, the last of the, the group. I didn't actually rewatch this. I should have rewatched it. Um, but Poncho was the last of the group to die before the Predators chasing Dutch and Anna around. Yeah, I think so. Um, so he kind of holds up. Yeah, because Dutch is carrying him. They're trying to, to get out of there. And then yep. um, Billy holds back. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the Predator catches up with them and then nails Poncho in the head. Poor Poncho. R.I.P. Poncho. <laughs> R.I.P. Poncho. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you know, I could see Diego Boneta kind of taking on the the extended role, even though it's, it's kind of a... a C-list role in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of lasts the whole entire movie too. So Diego Boneta for Poncho. So for Hawkins, Hawkins mm-hmm. is the one that I stuck with for both my A and B list. 
And this is the one that's going to be not terribly out there, but pretty out there and very unexpected. Okay. Um, but so Hawkins is, you know, he's, he's the youngest of the group. He's kind of the, the unsuccessful comedian. Maybe you could describe him as, you know, he's, he's trying to always come up with jokes and, and be the funny one and, and that kind of stuff. And he's kind of a silly guy, but he's, he's a, a good guy too. And that, that kind of stuff. So for Hawkins, I don't know why this was the very first person to come to my mind. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to dwell on it anymore because this person hasn't acted in anything in a while and whatnot. But for Hawkins, I want Frankie Muniz. (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. Didn't consider anyone else. Just Frankie Muniz. He popped in my mind. I'm like, okay, Hawkins. Okay. Silly, you know, kind of a dork, you know, uh, you know, kind of a somewhat sensitive kind of guy and that kind of stuff. And for some reason, Frankie Muniz popped into my head and I was like, I like it. I would love to see him return to acting as Hawkins in The Predator. That's, that's so, amazing. That's, it's a bold, I know it's bold. I know it's bold, but I'm going bold. Well, I, um, I even put in my notes, I put Frankie Muniz and I put parenthesis. What? With a question mark, <laughs> like in my own notes that nobody else sees. I, I like it's still that bold. I like that. I, I like the choice because for, for if no other reason than Hawkins is the first to die. So you do <laughs> right. the, the, the stunt casting of bringing Frankie Muniz back into Predator of all franchises, and then in yes. 20 minutes he's gone. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's bold. That's, yeah, yeah, it's a bold. <laughs> I like. And it. he would. I'm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing he would love it too. I'm guessing oh, he would I'm love sure. to be in a Predator remake. And um, yeah, and he would have a lot of a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I like it. Not to uh, damper our audience's excitement to hear my list, but I like it better than my choice. <laughs> I'm still excited to hear your oh, choice. You. Um, so uh, so for Anna, I I went with um Paulina Gaitan. She was um Escobar's wife in the Narcos series, mm-hmm. and um and she's. She's got kind of that um, that silent um, confidence, you know. Anna was a a fighter in her group and that kind of stuff, and and I could see um, I could see Paulina Gaitan kind of taking on that role pretty well too. So so yeah. So uh, to recap, um, for Dutch I have Jason Statham, for Dylan Idris Elba, for Mac Michael Jai White, for Blaine. John Cena, for Billy, Arnold Vosloo, for Pancho, Diego Boneta, for Hawkins, Frankie Muniz, and for Anna, Paulina Gaitan. Very good. Very well done. Uh, we only had one point of crossover, and I was a little oh, okay. concerned because uh, there are only so same many role huge... Too? Yeah, same role. Same actor, same role. Okay. Uh, and I was I was I was a little concerned that there might be more because there's only so many huge dudes in Hollywood. Um, yeah. Well, I wonder how much of my B list lines up maybe yeah, we'll, with we'll see with yours. All right, here we go. Fantastic. 
So Dutch, I, I should say, first of all, that when I when I envisioned this, I had just been watching The Predator and I was like, we should fan cast The Predator. So I just started thinking yeah. about it. And there are seven male roles to cast. And I thought of eight dudes and then just shuffled them around until like, <laughs> I, I, I was really struggling. I was like, these are the eight guys I want to see in a movie together. But I only yeah. have room for seven of you. So I just kind of was like shoveling them around until I was satisfied. And then I had to cut one. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you who I cut when we're done. Um, I was going to say, I'll be curious to see yeah. who you cut too. So for Dutch, Dutch is the leader, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is a massive guy, but Dutch was not the biggest guy in the squad. So you needed a guy who could be in great shape and be in command without having to be, you know, uh, the the biggest, muscliest dude on the squad. So I thought of Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. Bradley Cooper is fantastic shape. But he's very charismatic, and he's yeah. got a strong sense of leadership. You know, he was uh, babyface in the in the A team, um, and he's just he's he's a guy that I could see other guys who are bigger and stronger than him still respecting enough to follow him into battle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for Dylan, I also had Idris Elba. Okay. Um, He's he was the clear choice in my head for a guy right. not not just to I think he works especially he works well with Bradley Cooper. They seem like two guys who would probably have a relationship. They're about the same age. They mm-hmm. um, I could see them being old friends. I could also see Idris Elba being the guy who turns um, who's right. being dishonest, who's who's. Uh, you know, he's as close as the movie gets to a human villain. Um, right. And I think Bradley Cooper's got the acting chops to bring some gravitas to that moment. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like the 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 line you cooked up a story and dropped the six of us in a meat grinder was a mouthful for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. um, and it uh, while he had a it, c- it, cigar in his mouth. Right, and it just it doesn't land. As, right. as well as, as you would hope. Um, and I think Bradley Cooper could really do that. Yeah. Um, for for Mac, I totally agree with you that Mac is the perfect kind of crazy. He is the, if you have to have an insane guy on your squad, Mac is the kind of insane guy right. you know, that you want. Who's screaming, scream singing long tall Sally in the jungle right before he comes to kill you. Like <laughs> right. that's the guy that you want on your squad. And so I was thinking to myself, who is a ripped black actor who has the biggest eyeballs in Hollywood? <laughs> and I thought of Sterling K. Brown, who okay. <laughs> I know has already been, he was in the, the most recent predator movie, um, Okay, I still haven't seen Shane Black made. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. Um, but but I just imagine his eyes bugging out of his head, and I'm like, (laughs) yes, bring that intensity to this. That's the Mac eyes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care who you are back in the world. I bleed you. And I'm like, yes. His eyes are like coming three feet out of his head. (laughs) Yeah. Looney Tunes style, just like "Mm -hmm." uh yeah. 100% for that. Um, okay. Uh, 
Blaine and Billy, I flip-flopped back and forth for okay. a long time. Um, these two guys, because what I ultimately went with, I'm casting against type. Okay. Um, so for Blaine, I went with the biggest muscliest dude I could think of, uh, <laughs> who I know can grow a sweet mustache. And that is Henry Cavill. Okay. Um, but Henry Cavill is known for playing straight-laced, quiet, reserved kind of characters. And that right. is not what Blaine is. Right. And I would kind of like, as an audience member, to see him cut loose a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, just to just to, um, to see a different... I like, I like as, as an audience member, to see an actor do something I haven't seen them do before. Right. And I have this sense that Henry Cavill is not as boring, for lack of a better word, as the mm -hmm. characters we've seen him play on screen. <laughs> um, you know, like, he, he was in Mission Impossible 6, which is one of the greatest action movies of all time, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And... Um, the most interesting thing that he did in that movie, and he is like the main villain, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it, um, is he, in, in one fight scene, he cocks his arms like shotguns. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's about as interesting as his character gets. And other than that, he's just kind of, he's kind of like a, a literal human wall that, that yeah. Tom Cruise has to climb over in order to accomplish his goals. A wall of shoulder and bicep is basically <laughs> yes, what he exactly. Is. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and so I, I just want to see him, you know, get a little loosey goosey and be a little crazy and uh, yeah, say things like "I ain't got time to bleed," you know. Um, <laughs> and I think that that if he cut loose and had some fun with it, that I could also see. Mac and Blaine are best friends in the movie mm -hmm. and they have like a lot of history and Sterling K. Brown and Henry Cavill are two guys that for some reason in my head, I could see having good chemistry. Yeah. Um, I think it's cause they both have giant eyes. Um, just like two, <laughs> two guys who are staring at each other so intensely that their eyeballs are touching, even though they're standing like three feet <laughs> right, away from each other. Right. Like I can just totally. Yeah. Um, Billy, Billy, I think it was very important to me to maintain some aspect of his Native American quality. Um, yep. And uh, so I went with uh, Jason Momoa, um, okay. who is actually, I believe, Hawaiian. Um, yes. Not, uh, not contiguous Native American, but still. Um, but... Uh, but uh, I think I think he is part. Um, is he also? I think part of his heritage, yeah, does go to the the contiguous states as well. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, because um, yeah. because he, he plays in, um, I think it was the frontier. He plays somebody mm -hmm. who is um, half native, half like Scottish or something. Okay. Like that, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think he took on that role because of part of his native heritage and. In the contiguous, the lower forty-eight, as they call it. Yeah. So anyway. well, there you go. So yeah. So yep. um, but he's he's a big dude. He definitely played silent as um Cal Drogo in mm -hmm. 
Game of Thrones, but I think in his his more recent roles, he's kind of got known for his sort of surfer dude kind of quality. I think Aquaman yeah. really brought that to the to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I want to bring him back to that silent brooding. Jason Momoa has very small eyes, and I don't know why yeah. I got really obsessed with actors' eyes in this <laughs> casting. Um, but uh, he's got that he brings that sort of uh, staring into the distance kind of intensity as opposed to the close up intensity, which makes yeah. sense for the the tracker on the team. He's always, you know, looking out for what's ahead. And um, he's uh, Billy's got the most sort of uh, kind of spiritual uh, mm-hmm. feeling about the group. And so I just I think Jason Momoa can bring that energy. Um, yeah. For Poncho, this is probably my most left field casting. Um, and I really, I don't think I would have thought of this person if I hadn't been scrolling Instagram and just saw a picture of him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, for Poncho, I chose Rick Gonzalez. Um, and I'm trying to think of what you would know Rick Gonzalez from. He is one of those actors who has been in a ton of stuff. He's almost never the main character, and you just got to find the the thing that people know him from. Oh, um, yeah. So did you look him up? I'm probably most familiar with him from, at least most recently, from um, the Arrowverse. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's um, Mad Dog on Arrow. Yeah. Um. I knew yeah, him. Wild Dog. Um, Wild Dog, yeah. Yeah, because we watched Arrow before it got terrible and boring. <laughs> uh, I knew him most from Coach Carter back in 2005. Okay. He was Timo Cruz. Um, but Rick Gonzalez is actually 40 now, which is, wow. Hmm. Um, uh but yeah, he he is I think he's a great actor. He's the kind of actor who does a lot with not a lot. Um mm-hmm. he he's a very passionate actor. Um and Poncho has to be um in a pretty significant amount of pain. He spends the the latter portion of the movie severely injured. Mm-hmm. Um and acting through that. Uh, so I, and I always thought it was weird how the actor who played Poncho in, um, in Predator in, in 87 seemed to, um, he, he was definitely a Hispanic actor based on his name, but his Spanish did not feel very comfortable and fluent Mm, yeah and i wanted to bring that to the character i thought he should be identifiably latino um, sure and and be very comfortable in that so uh and i know rick gonzalez speaks spanish so yeah um so he was my choice for uh poncho okay here we go he also has very intense eyebrows (laughs) yes or maybe eyebrow if i'm thinking right (laughs) <laughs> and very big eyes. Um, uh, it's 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 a it's a theme with this cast. Um, 
okay, Hawkins. Um, so Hawkins is the guy who tells all the dirty jokes that no one thinks are funny. And yeah. he has to have, um, first of all, he has to be able to pull off telling a dirty joke. Secondly, he has to be able to pull <laughs> off being awkward about the fact that no one's laughing. Right. But third, he has to be able to pull off the earnestness to keep telling jokes anyway. Right. He's got that kind of faith in himself as, as a comedian. <laughs> And I was like, who's got all of these qualities, the awkwardness and the bravado in the same person? Um, so I went with Chris Pine. Okay. Um, uh, Chris I, Pine. I definitely considered Chris Pine for, he, he's definitely one who came up in my mind at some point for Hawkins. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's got that quality to, to be cocky and awkward in the same breath. Um, like and then for, Anna, I went with um, uh, Isa Gonzalez, um, who played Lady in um, Baby Driver. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, she was the uh, the the girl. Th- or no, sorry, uh, Darling. Darling was her name. Um, right, Darling, and uh, she's she's been in several other things. She was in Hobbs and Shaw. She was in Alita battle angel um and uh yeah i just i find her very um charismatic as an actress i think she commands a lot of attention when she's on screen not just because she's beautiful but she has uh, a very strong charisma and presence um and uh and i think anna becomes the only other character besides Dutch who survives the film. Um, everyone else in the main cast dies. And so there's there, I think there has to be an actress who can um, feel like they start small and diminutive a little bit um, mm-hmm. and seem genuinely afraid and then rise to a, a, a heroic stand a status that, that stands pretty comfortably next to dutch and i think she yeah. she has the the quality to do that yeah yeah definitely so, well i think she, i think she was in um i think she was in bloodshot too which i haven't seen yet. yeah she was mm-hmm. um, i haven't seen it either but i'm curious yeah so anyway i i figure i mean if she's if she's playing opposite a big muscly guy in bloodshot she'll she'd probably do well i mean bradley cooper's not big muscly but She'd probably do. He well is big muscle. Have you of, seen Bradley Cooper? Well, he's but, huge muscly. Right. He's 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 fit, but he's but you don't think of Bradley Cooper as like the huge. I mean, when I think of the Predator guys, I think of it as basically all like big wrestler types, except for Poncho and Hawkins, who are still fit, but yeah, not like massive. I guess Billy wasn't like massive either, but like everyone else is just these horribly just massive beings (laughs) and and, you know bradley cooper i I like your choice for bradley cooper i actually like it better than jason statham but uh, um but uh but yeah i i mean i my my point is I, i just think she could do well as you know that kind of character who like you said gets to stand tall with the hero at the end yeah all right so interview i've got bradley cooper for dutch idris elba for dylan sterling k brown for mac henry cavill for blaine jason momoa for billy 
Rick Gonzalez for Poncho, Chris Hawkins for or Chris Hawkins, Chris Pine Chris for Hawkins. Hawkins. Um, Steve, Stephen Hawking. Hawking for Hawking. Um, <laughs> and Isaac Gonzalez for Anna. Yeah. You know what? I would almost, and maybe this would be too much, but I would almost kind of like to see Bradley Cooper, like, do, not like an over-the-top, but do, like, a subtle, like, Schwarzenegger Austrian accent, accent, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of Because he's such a great, like, like voice actor as well, as well as yeah. an actor, period. I mean, that's been very obvious with uh, his role as Rocket. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that his, that his voice acting chops and that kind of stuff and his, his mimicry and that kind of stuff, he could probably actually do pretty well with it, but sound yeah. like he can still say a full English sentence. I wonder if there's any clips of him doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression somewhere because everyone <laughs> has an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Even <laughs> right. Um, right. Will Sasso's is pretty good. Yeah. So I will, uh. <laughs> if there is, if I can find one, I'll uh, I'll link it in the show notes because that would be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give us a, a quick run through of your of your B list. Okay, <clears throat> really quick. So my B list uh, for Dutch, I have Dave Batista. Okay. For um for because I feel like Dave Batista can take on that leadership role pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't I, think he's I been given the chance to really do that seen yet. It yet. Right. Yeah. But I think he could do it. Yep. For uh, for Dylan, um, I went with... And he was almost... This is why I struggled so hard with it, because my B-list was almost my A-list for Dylan. But I didn't want to Hobbs and Shaw it too much. And so for Dylan, my B-list is The Rock, is Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for Mac, I thought who could really do well with this... Um, and um, and obviously it's not all of Mac's um, physical characteristics and that kind of stuff. Totally recasting because he's a, he's a different ethnicity. But for for Mac, my B list is Vin Diesel, and <laughs> I thought it would be really funny to see him as that crazy, that cool crazy psycho type. Yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel doesn't get to push the envelope as an actor a lot. He's Right, He's usually mumble, uh, mumble growling through his performances. I, w- and... I would say his most versatile role so far has been Groot, which is crazy ironic considering he only has one line. But yeah, the way he says each of those lines um, adds so much to the the character and what he's saying and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, for uh, for Blaine. I wasn't thinking body. I was thinking again, kind of that southern, kind of no holds barred, kind of um, uh, off the wall kind of person. And for my my B list for Blaine is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, who we mm. know can be fit because of his role as yeah. the comedian. Um, but mm-hmm. well, I guess also the comedian is a lot like Blaine, probably um, <laughs> their characters. Um, for uh, for Billy, my B list is Javier Bardem because again you have that silent intensity, mm-hmm. um, and um, and I think Javier Bardem could do really well with that. For Pancho, um, my B list is Tyler Posey. Um, okay, he uh, you know just a a young fit guy who I just think could 
um, hold that role really well. And again, Frankie Muniz is just Hawkins in both of these lists. Mm-hmm. And then for Anna, um, another Terminator actress, uh, Natalia Reyes for mm-hmm. um, Anna, because I, th- I was relatively unfamiliar with her before Terminator Dark Fate, but I really liked her role. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have liked the film better, but I liked, um, I liked Danny. I liked her, her character in it. So Natalia Reyes. Yeah. So uh, Dutch is Dave Batista. Dylan is The Rock. Mac is Vin Diesel. Blaine is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Billy is Javier Bardem. Poncho is Tyler Posey. Um, Hawkins is still Frankie Muniz. And Anna is Natalia Reyes. Yeah. So I just kind of put the, I was like, these guys would be good kind of in their own version too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so the one guy that I cut out of mine um, was Chris Pratt. Um, I had Chris Pratt. Who did you have him as? Blaine. Okay. Oh, wow. Interesting. He, I know he's not the biggest guy, mm-hmm. but his his role as Star Lord just shows how how cocksure he can be right. as a character, and and that is, I mean, Blaine has the confidence of ten men his size, um, <laughs> right? And uh, and I just see, I can just totally see Chris Pratt doing that. Um, yeah. and just being that confident, uh, I think he would look a little silly carrying a minigun, but you know what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> right. Um, I, I had Chris Pratt keep coming back to my mind for Hawkins. Um, yeah. And I, and I put him in Hawkins a couple of times and then I moved yeah. him back up to Blaine and the, and I was just, yeah, and, yeah. You know, eventually he had to go. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. He had to go, but Frankie Muniz had to stay. <laughs> Something that you don't hear very often in 2020. Chris Pratt goes, Frankie Muniz stays. I don't think anyone's ever said that before in any year. <laughs> but you know what? With the the kind of year 2020 has been, why not? Let, yeah, sure. let's bring let's bring Frankie. <laughs> the world was a better place when we had Frankie in the forefront of it so that's right maybe Absolutely. maybe he's what, what what we've all been missing a little break <laughs> all right well that's that's our predator fan uh, fan cast uh hope you fan-cast. enjoyed it and it, it was it was fantastic let us know um <laughs> who you think uh should be in the the predator fan cast let us know uh, if you like chris pratt in any of the roles better than whoever we picked and how you feel yeah. about Frankie Muniz in a Predator movie. Um, there's a small part of me that wants Frankie Muniz to play the Predator. Uh, <laughs> like now that the you brought it up. The tiniest Predator ever. <laughs> a five foot this, three Predator. Skinny little Predator just running through the forest. Who also plays drums. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so uh, let us know what you think. Uh, this has been a new episode of Fancastic with Jeff and Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. And uh, what should we fancast next week, Jeff? So I actually thought, because we've usually been sticking with between like six to ten. I think we've gone pretty specifically with eight characters for all of our... Um, so far, the first three, yeah. All of our uh, episodes so far. 
So I thought it would actually be fun um, to fan cast uh, the Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. That's a good call. I like that. I actually and I actually had two Tarantino films in mind. I thought either the Hateful Eight or Reservoir Dogs. Ooh, both of those are good. Uh, it was your idea, so I'll let you call it. Okay, let's do. You know what? Since we're kind of going with some older films, less recent, let's let's do Reservoir Dogs. Okay, we'll do Reservoir Dogs. All right, so next week we'll be recasting Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be fun. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy that one a lot. Yeah, I love that film. All right, so tune in for that. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. All right, see ya. Fancastic. 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 Fancastic.